Welcome to the You Thought Wrong podcast, where we share stories of individuals just like you who have found ways to conquer their fears and are excelling at life. Alrighty, guys, uh, welcome back, uh, You Thought Wrong podcast. Today, we are very excited to be sitting down and having a conversation with the Cheryl Sutherland. Uh, she is a consultant, a transformational speaker, mindset wellness strategist, and the founder of Please Notes. Uh, Please Notes is a per- personal growth company that she started uh, about four years ago. Uh, Please Notes and Cheryl have been featured in InStyle, Huffington Post, <laughs> uh, Forbes, just to name a few. So thank you, Cheryl, for being with us today. We're very excited. Uh, so yeah we'll just start off with before we get into please notes and your additional company uh resignate uh how do you say it resonate strategies resonate strategies um just want to like go through your journey of being born in canada and then uh ending up in la uh so how did you end up in la to to begin with Um, It's so funny when people ask me this question because I was always just like, well, I just decided that I wanted to move there. And then they're like, what? (laughs) But uh, authentically, one day I was just like, you know what, I think that this would be fun. And I decided I wanted to do it. And then all the things fell into place for me to be able to do it. So How old were you when you moved to LA? Oh, wow. Jeez. I have to think ages. I don't even remember. Um, It was age um i think i was i was in my i think i was like 29 okay i think i was 29 28 or 29 and you do some traveling and stuff before that yeah i'm really excited because like one of the things that my family has always instilled with me and uh, been privileged to do is to do a lot of traveling so both of my parents actually hail from the island of saint vincent um and so so we have been going to the caribbean um and of course they've done a lot of traveling before they ended up in canada and lived in a couple different places so going to curacao going to um england like multiple times and then of course just like on my own going to like mexico and like a whole like the dominican like me and the caribbean are like best friends baby likes the heat um and i love how being able to see how all these different places like how people live and interact and what their values are mm-hmm. i feel like the, the caribbean like lifestyle too is just a little bit more low-key and just things will get done when they get done you know kind of thing but i think also um with your uh, last name, and I was reading up on your motto and stuff, right? Uh, how do you say it? Sans Pierre? Yeah, you were all up in that website, weren't you? <laughs> it was just so cool. I'm just doing research and stuff, and just, and then like knowing you for the last few years and stuff, and then uh, just understanding like traveling before you get to LA and stuff, just you're without fear that, that saying. And then when I, when I read that and I looked at you, and I was like, it's it's so you it fits your personality to a t for sure and to to see how you've created your own business and stuff and that is what the definition is of right so i mean how did you and like i guess without fear going from the corporate world to being your own boss like what what 
what made you want to transition through all of your experiences in LA and what you did there? Awesome. Great question. So essentially, I think that um, like most entrepreneurs, you kind of hit a point where you're like, you know what, I'm kind of done working for other people. However, before that, I had the opportunity to not only um, work in the corporate world, like I've been in telecommunications, oil and gas, all these different things, banking, and then start working for entrepreneurs and really um, seeing how mindset plays such a huge part in your success as an entrepreneur. Um, if you believe that you can't, you won't. If you believe that you're not worth the money that you are asking for, you're not going to get those coins. If you are not clear about um, being able to take care of yourself, then nobody is going to get taken care of within your company. So it's, it's just, it overlaps so much. And I feel like for myself, being able to see that one-on-one, -on -one, being able to see when um, my boss would make a mindset shift, and seeing the results that came into our business or even um, just being more accountable to themselves and then seeing the changes that it affects in the business. So um, it was interesting when I decided to start Please Notes, I, I did it a lot for myself, I feel. Um, I had had the opportunity to engage in a, an amazing personal development company and done like a plethora of their courses, the majority of their courses, done some coaching with them, um, for them. and. Um, and really wanted to bring more of that to more people and really allowing them to say, okay, well, like if there's a habit that you're noticing in your life, A, being able to notice it, B, being able to do something about it and see like enact that change, yeah. but you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Right. So how do I take all these practices and help myself like selfishly yeah. employ those in my life on a more regular basis. And in doing so, I'm also supporting other people in having these things in their life in a more regular basis, so much so that they get more of what they want. Yeah. Well, it's like the more that you're able to help yourself and to, to know that you're doing better is how you're able to help others, right? So exactly. how, how was that shift to, to understand that you needed to kind of uh, take a step back to figure out yourself before you can really help others and stuff like just all that transitioning. That's how, a good question. How long, how long was the process ish? Oh my gosh. Won't do it every day still, I know. But like when you found that aha moment. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting because I hope that anybody that's listening doesn't um, use me as a measuring stick. Um, because everybody's process is different. And the thing that I've learned the most throughout this is patience. You know, you got to let that crock pot cook. Everything has to come into place. And then when you know, you know. Um, however, for me, I think uh, at the end of my uh, tenure with my last company, I was just like, I know if I was to go and get another job and just do something else, I would be feeling the exact same way. Even though the um, experiences that I was having at the last company were less than ideal, like not getting paid properly or paid on time, not feeling respected. There was no like real boundary between um, work and home, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I had to really, I guess, be brave enough to choose myself in that moment. And the greatest thing about doing that was I had already understood that everything was always working out for me and that everything was always going to be okay. So that if I did need to take some time 
to really allow something new to come. Like I had to create the space for it. Um, and that's what I, I ended up doing. So at the time, of course, I was living in, um, I was actually living in Long Beach. And when I left, my boss was like, I know you have something lined up, like blah, blah, blah. You can't just quit like that. And I'm all like, this is the first time I've ever quit without having something else lined up. So like, I have no reason to lie to you, right? Um, and then I just took care of myself. Um, I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of delving back into my personal development practice, getting really deep into journaling, really coming back to like my own intuition, my own guidance system. And when I had written now, I take, I'd taken the time to write out like little bullet points of what I actually wanted that next step in life to be. I knew that I did want to start my own company versus working for somebody else. I knew I was like ready to let something emerge and then just wrote out like what I wanted that life to look like, where I could work anywhere that I wanted to. It's primarily from my web, um, from my laptop, um, that I wanted it to be product-based so that like I can sell products at all times in the night and like, you know, continually have multiple streams of income. And I wanted it to be something that like helped people. And then so um, after writing that list and like putting it aside, I just went and I just did what felt like the next natural step. So involved a little bit of traveling, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately when I finally got that idea for please notes, it just clicked. Like it matched everything that was on my list. It felt really, really good. And then it just, it just felt like the next, Ooh, the next natural step. So, um, the great thing with that though is the time frame for me, because I, I feel like I was really, really ready and I made sure that I made the space for it to happen. And therefore it, it came to me a little bit quicker. Um, there was no pressure on it. And that was, I, I want to say it was probably like less than a month. Oh, wow. I want to say on the high end, like three weeks before I got the idea and I bounced it off of a friend and the way that it felt was just like, yes. So I knew I had to do it. Yeah. And like, so that's a pretty quick process for sure. But at the same time, like when you, when you quit your job like that and it just automatically makes you really kind of focus in on your feelings, etc. cetera. Um, how long or how big was your list of little things uh, like to kind of mind map it to, to get to a few sections of please notes and then for it to come together. That's hilarious. I feel like it's it's a shorter list than the list that I have for my future husband. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not the 35 points. I think it was only like 10 points to be honest. Um and um and also one thing that I do want to say is that like if you feel called to quit your job to start something new don't quit your job and then start like, be like, okay, now I have to do this. Like adding that extra pressure is actually going to work the opposite way than what you want. Right. And we're so used to putting ourselves in pressure cookers. So just with that in mind, like if it feels right, then do it. But if it doesn't, if you feel like, you know, that there's going to be scarcity attached, it might be that you stay in that job and just start daydreaming and figuring out what your next steps are or switch to a different position, like something along those lines, but don't be in a space of scarcity when you're getting ready to take your next step. Use your time kind of uh, like in the evenings, you know, just an extra hour of just putting some pencil to paper kind of ideas, right? Definitely. Um, and so why, why please notes, the name please notes? <laughs> I love this. So, um, 
I had gotten the idea to have like to surround myself with affirmations because I had noticed how easily it was for me to forget who I really was, that I was this amazing, worthy, fantastic person that had so much to bring that um, was capable and smart. And, um, and I had unfortunately forgotten all of that. And through working with affirmations and doing the journaling, doing the personal growth process, choosing who I wanted to be, that's when I started to come back to myself. And so with having affirmations everywhere, I was like, oh yeah, sticky notes, this makes sense. And then, so I was playing with a couple names, but I had, when I'd gotten this idea, there was this guy that I was talking to one of my close friends at the time and um he just randomly invited me to go to the mall he's like you're unemployed come and do things with me i'm like okay cool um and so i felt really really safe having this conversation with him because he was a an entrepreneur um b somebody that was focused on growing versus somebody that was not and i had I told him about my idea and he's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We're going to be on Oprah. Like, da, 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 da. And it was just amazing. And I was actually passing this sign that said, please note." I think the, that part of the mall was like under construction or something like that. And I had been playing with like love notes and I'm like, no, but please notes. I'm like, yeah, this makes so much sense because I feel like, of course they were sticky notes originally, but they're like little notes just to remind you to pay attention to this. Like if you're writing an email and you're like, please note, like this is a thing that's highlighted. This is a thing that's important. And this is important and you are important. So please take care of yourself. Like, and there's a, like a little bit of gentleness attached to this. Like, it's just, it's just really juicy, I guess was the best way. So there's all these connotations attached to it, but please note. That's beautiful. Yeah. Cause I know that you, that's, a, that's how you started with everything, right? Is with the sticky notes. Mm -hmm. Um, what made you want to create the journal? I know, as you said, that you, you've been journaling and all that stuff. And with the affirmations, I'm assuming just kind of it just blended into the journal almost kind of thing. <laughs> so this is the funniest thing. So honestly, the universe is always taking care of me. So this is how it ended up happening. Is I started my way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was I was... Um, I had reached this point. I think I was selling the sticky notes for probably about like four months at that point. And I was like, I did not, I'm not meant to be a stationary. I'm not a stationary company. Like that's not, I'm not here to slang sticky notes. Let's be honest. Um, and then I uh, was actually going to England for a wedding. And this guy that I had known forever, Phil Palin, he's amazing. I was on his podcast like a hot, hot minute ago. Um, and he was, he's actually Canadian too, but he's been on like E and all these different things about like branding, et cetera, et cetera. And I ran into him at the airport. And I was like, oh my gosh, guess what? I have this new thing. Check it out. And I like, you know, threw some sticky notes at him, right? And then when I was in England, he emailed me and he's like, I love this, but I feel like there needs to be something else. Like it can't just be sticky notes. And I was all like, okay, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because I know that there's something else. And then um, I was with my cousin and she had this passion planner and I was like, oh, this is cool. I would love to collab Like it's totally in alignment. And then eventually it was like, you know what? I think that I want something to sell in addition to the sticky notes that work with the sticky notes. So I originally created the journal to actually um, 
some more sticky notes and it ended up being in the complete opposite. The journal ended up taking a huge life of its own. And I think it was because I really didn't have any expectations for what I wanted the journal to be. And in that process, it really allowed me to pull in all those bits that I had used in my process, figuring out my next steps. So like, if you look at the Clarity Journal, which is the original, the Please Notes OG, as I like to call it, um, the OG journal, it goes through like your gratitude practice, your self-love practice, creating your own affirmations, taking a very clear look at all four areas of your life so you know where you are and where you want to go, and then asking yourself all the juicy questions like, what do I actually want to create? What have I not allowed myself to risk? What do I want to leave behind? So you can start doing it in the here and now, like really getting clear on what do I want for my next steps? And it, it honestly, it took on a life of its own. And I'm just so grateful that that, you know, chose to come through me. So I launched it on a Kickstarter and it was amazing. <laughs> can you break down the like little four steps that you just mentioned? Um, to for people to understand the process of 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 how they would journal in that OG journal that you had. OG journal. Is it <laughs> how different is it compared to the one that uh, is out today? Great. Um. So there's two versions of the journals right now. So there's the Clarity Journal and then the Gratitude Journal. So the Gratitude Journal is the newest one that just got launched, and that one's strictly just for working on your practice of gratitude. And of course, both of the journals, and then I've, I've got some digital versions as well of like a manifestation journal, and then also a dream journal. But the way that they're all broken down is like the first workbook portion has um, really like in-depth stuff for you to learn more about the subject, um, how to actually apply it in your life, and to take you through the process of achieving said goal. So with that clarity journal, um, the six exercises in there, again, are going through the um, your self-love practice, you coming home to you and valuing yourself, your gratitude practice, really noticing what's going really well for you so you can amplify it and get more goodness in all areas of your life. Then of course you get to make your own affirmations. Like that I feel is so key because then you get to choose who do I actually want to be? What do I want to grow into? What are personal goals for myself? I want to be this courageous, worthy, loving being or a leader creating worldwide change. Whatever it is you want to become, the more that you focus on it, the more you practice it, the more that you become it, right? And then it gets into the four areas. So this one's really great because it's a tangible look with no sort of judgment of like all four areas of your life. So the physical, emotional, spiritual, and um, your mental. And then that's really great because you can see where am I putting too much energy, not enough energy? Um, am I really focused on the things that I really want to be focusing on? Um, and then what do you actually want your life to look like? And then allowing you to make tangible shifts, like create action steps to move into that next version of you. And then I think the last bit that kind of really wraps it all together is that um, all the, the heartfelt dream questions. So really getting into what have I not allowed myself to risk? Some people it's like their regular everyday lives. Some people it's, you know, getting out of a relationship that doesn't serve them anymore. You're risking being alone or, you know, really having to like deal with yourself or like get back onto the dating market again. Like what is it that you haven't allowed for yourself? And then the rest of the pages are all lined. There's a sweet affirmation or inspirational quote at the bottom of them. Um, and then there's also some blank and then some bullet pages in the back so that you can practice like creating a life that you really want to create. 
Beautiful. And that's the thing, like, it, it, I think it's a tough for people to kind of just begin, right? Because it can be overwhelming, especially in today's age where, where um, meditating and all that stuff is kind of not as faux pas as just even five years ago, let's say, right? Um, and it's, it's more normal for people to do that. But I feel that a lot of people are still scared and mostly because they don't understand kind of where to start. Um, and I, I feel just with your journal and using it, uh, I've been journaling for a while, but it, it does help into just uh, for the gratitude, especially. Um, I feel I still have a little tough time with the affirmations and stuff, just in the sense of you have so much going on in your mind and you, you want to be certain things, but then certain things hold you back. So you don't even want to write it to at the same time. How would you um, explain to kind of start an affirmation process for people that are like just beginning? Great question. So with the um, Clarity Journal, it talks about the basis of affirmations. What are affirmations? And I think that it's so important to understand that affirmations are a statement that you want to be true, but you have to have them be at least 50% believable when you first start. It's easy for me to say, like, I'm a multimillionaire, and then what do I feel internally about it? I feel like, well, that's not true. So, and then I set myself back, right? So, in practicing with it, like it could even just be like that I'm attracting more and more income into my life, that I'm so grateful for, um, well, this is gratitude, never mind, that I'm um that I'm creating magic wherever I go, that I am a um that I am just becoming more of the person that you really want to be. And then as you step into that person or as you remind yourself, no, this is where I'm going, then you're able to take a step back. Um, one of my uh, journaling workshops and one of my favorite things, activities to do is actually talk about the successful version of yourself. And this is a really great exercise, especially if you've been struggling with affirmations. So this version of yourself, um, I call mine successful Cheryl. So funny that she's like, her initials are SC and mine are CS. Funny, funny. Um, but with successful Cheryl, the way that she makes decisions is from a very grounded place. Um, she's very clear on what she wants. She's not like attached to um, shrinking down or worrying about other people's emotions or feelings as in, you know, overcompensating for things. Um, she's like, she loves herself and it shows and that everybody around her just understands that like when she's there that she's always working for everybody's highest good etc 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 so the way that she drives her car is different the way she makes decisions in business is different the way that she um gets stressed in the morning is different and i think that when you're coming up against some of these things taking the time to embody what the successful version of you is and then when these things come up, you're like, wait a second, what does successful Cheryl say about this? You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to get braided, like bracelets and say like, what would WWCS or whatever? We don't need to do that. But like, just taking the time to like reconnect, like what does the abundant version of me want from this? Or what would I do if I was the abundant version of me? And then the more we make decisions from that place, the more we feel aligned with that and the more we become that particular person become more confident within yourself and stuff yeah good yeah just to be able to because i i really try and um 
practice just if something is going wrong just just take a step back and just breathe at least right and then now i'm going to try and add that into just kind of okay how could i if i'm standing up a little bit differently and stuff and whatnot like that could be a huge difference to building that confidence for people definitely i used to do this thing where i had like money pants <laughs> <laughs> And they were like fake leggings that I put on every day. So I'm all like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get today's gonna be a great day. And I'm all like, oh, I'm gonna bring in so much money. Like, let me put on my money pants. And then like just pretend to walk through the day with your money pants. And you're like, yes, look at the dollars coming to me because I'm wearing my money pants. Like little things like this. But it makes such a difference energetically and vibrationally. Yeah. And that's what uh I think that's what like brought us together at the same time and just the energy right and uh just the liveliness and uh with that being said too how how do you feel that um with some people and yourself to to overcome to where you are today how do you overcome the people that are like you're you're too much or like you're this is just a little journal or, or a sticky note company like how is it going to be successful um how did you go through your own mind to overcome that with what you already <clears throat> kind of said uh, and how did, did uh, other people's mentioning of these kind of things affect you? It's interesting. I, I've had a lot of feedback in my life about my company and then some of it is warranted and some of it is unwarranted. And it's funny, I was actually reading this Eckhart Tolle book last night and it's, um, uh, the power of now and one of the things that he was speaking about in it is oh no it's a new earth that one um is that if you can kind of see everybody's emotions and their perspectives as a buffet and it's up to you to choose which ones work for you and which ones aren't um and i find that that is really good at like releasing any attachment it doesn't matter people's station it doesn't matter what other people have done in the past like there's been a lot of really successful people that have passed on investing in some new companies that ended up blowing up right so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt like does this is this good feedback or does this actually really matter um and then i think also a lot of people that tend to come from a negative place is really projecting a lot of their stuff sure. um there's a lot of people that want to be successful or that are struggling with their level of success and then you know there might be jealousy there might be anger there might be frustration there might be lack or limitation within themselves that they're choosing to um display on you and i think that's one of the reason that i've always been very um cognizant of who i share new ideas with because if i know that you're somebody that i respect that is focused on like growth and have a growth mindset that is um, entrepreneurial or ready to take that next step, then I would feel comfortable getting feedback from you about something. But somebody that's really unhappy in their job or they've never been an entrepreneur or any of that sort of stuff, like it doesn't make sense for me to allow that feedback to actually affect me whatsoever. It's the same thing with like a lot of people will have a great new idea and run to their family with it. And they're like, oh, no, well, I don't think about that. Like, that's not really great. And then you get that level of rejection and you just kind of like shelve it. But the thing is, like, that's not the person that you want to talk to about that. Your family are just going to try and keep you safe. So do they really want you to explore new ideas? Most likely, probably not. Make sure you have benefits and all that stuff. (laughs) Right. 
And how did you, how did you uh, overcome it through your own mind too? Like, okay, knowing, okay, I quit my job. I, I gotta like figure it out. Like, I know it just comes to you and, and your Sutherland motto, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that is like anything that comes to get out of my way, you know. Um, but I'm sure just like everybody else, you have those days where you're down and you're just like, what am I doing? Like, how do you overcome those days with, with yourself? I love that you think of me this way because it really supports me in thinking of myself in this way. So first of all, I'm going to thank you for sharing that because I'm going to cry when we're done. I think the most important thing, and I actually talked about this on a, a conference call yesterday, is everybody's going to have bad days. You have to, not that you have to have bad days, but they're going to happen. Like it's an understanding of life, right? However, it's all about what you choose to do with it. So if in this moment, if the thing that's gonna make you feel the best is to sit down and like maybe take a nap or maybe have a shower or some people need to have like a dance break, like whatever you need to do then to do that. But I think most importantly, taking the time to figure out what does this meaning, like what is the meaning behind this feeling? So, um, let's say for example, a lot of people are feeling a lot of anxiety, maybe like um, some sadness, there's some grief and some mourning coming up because of course our way of life has changed completely and things are never gonna be back to the way that it was before. Now, the reason why is the key. So if you are getting into this because it could be that um, who you are as a person, like your industry crumbled, who you are as a person might have been tied into that role and you don't have that role to go back into. So now you are grieving that old position. Now you get the opportunity to choose again. And I think I actually spoke a little bit about that in the gratitude journal, like really being appreciative for all of the stuff that's happening and um, choosing something else. Like um, I shared with you before this call <laughs> that I was having a difficult morning and I've actually been having kind of like an on and off week. And I know the reason behind it. And I've also noticed that when things like this happen, I avoid journaling because ah, then I have to actually deal with it instead of just sitting in this feeling bad, which is something that I know for myself, like a lot of people are used to it or it's comfortable or it's familiar. Um, but I know the reason why I've been feeling this way. And it's because I haven't allowed myself to take the next step in really announcing who I am with this business um, and what I can do and what I want to do and what feels really, really good. Um, and so in understanding those feelings, then I can create action steps to take that next step towards what it is that I really want. Um, and then making that magic happen, letting it flow through you and be in alignment. Yeah. And uh, like, as you said, like just, I think having days like this is a little bit more often in the last couple months of what's been going on in the world. Um, and so I guess to transition to your consulting company, um, how, how are you able to, like as you just said, to, to be gratitude, be grateful for the little things and stuff to overcome that and to actually journal and stuff to be able to get that kind of out to be able to to kind of get that negative energy out and down on paper so that you can bring in the positive. Um, how are you able to help people and yourself 
through your consulting company um, during these times that are just so unpredictable of where the future may go kind of thing? Yeah. So um, my consulting company is all about helping people create their own product-based businesses. So if you have something in your head, if you have something in your heart and you're just like, I don't know what this next step is, then that's when you would bring me in and I'd be able to support you through all the stuff. So whether it's, you know, just doing bid spreads, getting, um, getting quotes, figuring out your logistics, design elements, website, additional products, like, figuring out your MOQ, your margins, your line sheet, like that stuff is something that I had the opportunity to have the space to grow into, to play with, and then, you know, get really good at as I was going through because I was just doing it on my own. However, now, like you may or may not have the time or you may or may not really want to, and that's totally cool. But then that's where you have people like me and then my partners that would be able to support you with these things. Um, in regards to figuring out the next step, I think for me, the thing that always works best is getting clear on your why and then what does it feel like to be in there? So not directly attacking the problem like, oh, why do I feel difficult about this? Yeah, I feel difficult about this because like it's scary and I'm starting something new and I'm feeling overwhelmed that I have to start again from scratch and blah, blah, blah. All of that is not true. <laughs> the reality is, is that this is going to be so fun. This is things that I love doing already and that I get to support people and that I get to use my zone of genius to help them in this way. So a great um, exercise I actually did this morning was visualizing what I actually want my day-to-day -day life to look like when I'm actually running this company. In doing so, lowering the resistance and just making it easier for me to say like, hey, I'm actually doing this and this is really fun and you know, I would love more people to play with and support. For sure, and just being kind to yourself, right? And the, the small little steps of, of in that nature. Definitely. Um, you know, so it, it is, it's, it's a crazy time. So those little things really do count. Um, I know you've done a lot of different uh, speaking and I know you are um, connected, not connected because you are a woman, but with the women in business, how do you, how do you um, want to portray that women should, if they feel it, that should, they should be in their own business and create, be more creative and just don't live by the status quo and, and be fearful you know it's like like take that away you know just don't sorry fearless and just take that away and start your thing you know i think <laughs> i love that fruitful <laughs> it really comes down to like uh, I, I again i can speak for women just because like i am one so um versus i would love to speak for men but like really um <laughs> but the thing that I, I really love about women is that we are just so powerful and we, we go, we're so capable of so many things. However, um, one of the things that's kind of been projected into women in business is that, you know, women can't do business together, that we're catty, and that we also have to, in order to be successful, we have to run our business like men, um, <clears throat> which is for some people that really works. Um, for some people, it really feels like you're kind of going against um, your 
own sense of authenticity. Like women, we have um, this amazing connection to our intuition um, that we are able to connect things in people. And there's this level of like growth and connection and abundance that is separated from the traditional um, model of success where it's like person versus person, you're like pitted against each other. Like there's this level of competition when really there's no such thing as competition, right? Um, and I think that just even if it's something small, like that you would consider small, like, oh, I'm just going to stitch on the weekends or I'm going to make candles or, you know, like I'm just going to start my own wig company. Like there's so many people that are just all like, I just want to kind of play with this, like not really have any attachment to it. And then in doing so, create something that's huge. Like the founder of Spanx, who's like a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, she was just like a salesperson that was going door to door that was like, I'm really tired of my thighs chafing. Let me just cut this thing in half and like wear this. And then saw the results and was like, hey, let me try selling this. What would I, I mean, what do I have to lose? And I think coming it with that, that mindset of, like there's nothing to lose like yeah. this is just fun like this there's nothing attached to this so let me just try it and I think that's a really great opportunity that we have right now is just try new things bake sourdough bread get an instant pot do what makes you feel good <laughs> and just like what you said too and with yourself is just don't have try, try and have less expectations you know I think that is one of like my most powerful words uh just if people can control their expectations then they can do so much more you know that like that that feeling holds people back so much that it's it's crazy to think that the world could be a different place if they could take expectations out of their mindset right definitely i think too that during these times it is it is a time for for everybody to try and try something have if you're at home a little bit more you have an extra hour you know I, I have one friend that's just writing a bit more she's always loved writing she's never written but now she's every once a week just writing a little something you know and just putting it out there with as you said like no expectations and kind of see where it goes you never know right mm -hmm. um so when did you when did you uh actually move back to Canada <laughs> I love this story so much. Um, Warm LA. Oh my gosh. So I accidentally moved back to Canada. Do you know this story? I don't. I don't. <laughs> so basically what had happened was um, I had um, just chosen into stepping into this next part of my career, which was speaking, um, which I've been doing successfully. And, you know, I've been, you know, doing workshops and stuff for like years now, which I'm super excited for. However, at the time I was really not running my company, please notes in a really healthy way. I was super focused on like, I need to get this results. I need to do this. And I was getting burnt out. The fun was disappearing. Um, and I wasn't creating the results that I had wanted. So I had actually gone through this process with this company and I was like, yeah, this company is amazing. The position was everything. Like I got to make content. I got to go and like do events, um, kind of like what I was doing already. And then, you know, just speak to people and interview them and like create content. And then I'd be owning content. I was like, this is amazing. And, um, so I'd done four interviews and then I flew up or three interviews and I flew up to do the final interview. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? I forgot how much I really enjoy Canada. And then 
um, how I'm kind of like t ready for something new. And then when I went to go back to America, the border was like, nah. <laughs> and I guess something had gone wrong with my paperwork. It looked like I had overstayed my visa, which I didn't. And they're like, yeah, you're not allowed to come to America for at least six months. So you were forced to stay. <laughs> yeah. So like literally I was at the Toronto airport with my one little carry-on bag because I was not about to pay to have like real luggage there. Um, and so I had like leggings, maybe like two or three pairs of shoes. And I called my roommate and I'm like, I'm, I'm not coming back. Um, and then after that, I was like, okay, well, what do I want to do? I could fly to Calgary where my parents are or, and then that didn't feel right. I'm like, I could go to Niagara Falls where my sister is. I'm like, that didn't feel right. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I live in Toronto now. And it's been in October, it'll be three years. Three years, wow. What a story for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that didn't happen, we wouldn't be here right now, right? I mean, honestly, the universe does her own thing. I just float her along with it. <laughs> Um, so we kind of touched on uh, the women of business too, uh, but what, what pushes you to, to want to help people through their life transitions and to grow personally? Um, like what, what, what pushes you to, to do, to, just to do that within your companies? I love that question because one of the things I always say um, is like, look at the patterns. So in all of the jobs that I've had, and I've been working since I was like 14, has always been helping people, whether it's been in customer service. Um, my first job was at Dairy Queen. Um, and then like really consulting with people um, when I was in telecommunications, helping them find the right solution, what works best for you? How can I make sure that you're gonna be the most satisfied? And then as you know, growing up, growing up as I'm going through all these different jobs, the most, fulfilling jobs that I've had have been ones where um, I've been really able to support people. And then as a result, I have really great feedback. Like I still have people, and I think it's been over like 10 years that I haven't worked for uh, in cellular. And they're like, yeah, is that, is that girl here still? <laughs> like They'll go back to the mall looking for me. Um, and that's just like a very clear, you know, like indication of like, yeah, like, like I actually help people, like people, um, really support it yeah and then um for me the my experience with personal growth has been such a game changer not only is it an education that I use every single day um but I'm able to have like a better life for myself I'm able to have a deeper more juicy more satisfying life for myself and I also believe that everybody deserves to have this amazing, big, delicious life. And um, if there's something that I could do to support people in achieving that dream, like that satisfaction for me. For sure. That's why I like, that's why I started uh, this podcast is just to be able to, to share people's stories such as yours to, to help even just one person to say, okay, I got a little something out of that to, to help me push through, you know, whatever they're going through. I think uh, people's demons are are the thing that hold hold people back, right, the most. And just to to help people a little bit, um, in the same boat as you is just like it's just very fulfilling, right? And yeah. And that, if you, oh, sorry, go ahead. To know that there's there's walking away with a smile compared to what they may have walked into with, you know. 
Definitely. And it's also about representation, you know, like, I feel like there's more and more of a trend of people of color showing up in these spaces and then making it so that it's allowed to feel feelings, to go after things that you want. And, you know, I'm talking a lot to my male counterparts because I love the opportunity for them to be able to like continue to evolve, to grow, for us to continue to evolve and grow. And the more that we make it um, less awkward, for them to have the feelings that they have or express them or like even my family they're like hugging what is this we don't do this like I would tell my brother I'm like love you he's all like oh feelings right but it's just it's such a deepening that we're allowing ourselves to have and progressing as a whole like a whole for sure I've been fortunate enough to to be around women my whole life and I am more sensitive you know than the average man i guess and i mean that that's why i was really excited to have you on uh especially being the first woman is to kind of portray that portray that in the sense uh, of pushing not just women to 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 be better for themselves but for men to understand women better so that as you said we can all be in this together like it's not a competition, man versus woman. It's not a competition, man versus man. It's not a competition, woman versus woman. Like we're all here to, to, to succeed. And it doesn't matter what color you are. We all have our pasts and stuff, right? So why not share that, be emotional with it to, to encompass what others are feeling so that we could all grow together, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh, with that, I want to thank you for for being on. Uh, and I I end uh, the podcasts with um, well, first we'll do a little your little spiel if you want, or we can do it after your uh, my little last question. Uh, my last question is usually like, what do you tell yourself and others to, um, in the sense of like, not doubt yourself to get over that hump to 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 overcome the fears of people, what you think people will think and your self-doubts. Wow. <laughs> That's a thick question there, sir. Um, forgive me if I take long on this one, but I think um, one of the things that uh, I feel has been the most effective thought that I keep bringing up um because I was younger when I was younger I was raised to be a or I was I stepped into the role of being a people pleaser of being the person that has to bend over backwards or be different people for different people to make sure that they were okay or what I thought was they needed from me and I think um what I was actually Abraham Hicks who I'm in love with um, shared that the reason that we have so much pain and suffering is because of the things that we make up about what we think other people are thinking about us. And it's, it's been coming up so much more. I'm in a new situation with like my living space and all these different things and talking to clients. And sometimes I'll be all like, oh, I sent them this proposal and it was too much money. And it was just like, no, Cheryl, like this is how much 
feels really, really good to you. Um, you're not resentful because it's too low and you're not like feeling greedy because it's too high. And ultimately you have no idea what these people are thinking. And they might be thinking that it's too low. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't know, but what the only thing that you can say is just focus on the thing that you want. Like, I really would love to work with them. It would be a really fun um, project. And I know that I could give them the results that they're asking for. So just being very clear about like keeping your head out of other people's business. Like I have no idea what people are thinking. So. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> um, have a little, uh, we have a little discount uh, for, Please note. So. Yes. So um, I'm so grateful to be here and I'm always so excited to have these conversations. Um, and as a result, because Julian is the best, uh, he made sure that y'all all have 15% off anything um, in the Please Note store. So if you are looking to grow, start, become, deepen your personal growth practice please visit the website and use the code you thought wrong just like the website and just like the podcast and <laughs> insert below um and uh and you'll get yourself some 15 percent off and then also i'm actually gonna drop the link i guess we'll have it in the show notes um if you wanted to start your own product-based business or business Anyway, um, you can actually get this sweet download. It's the five essential tips to starting your purpose-led business. And I think all businesses are ultimately purpose-led if they're not led by money. Um, so check it out. It'll start, get you started. And then if you want to have a conversation with me, book some time, I would love to play with We all have fears and that's okay. We hope that we have given you something to help you conquer some of your fears so you too can continue to excel at life. Thank you for listening to You Thought Wrong.